Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Our show today is brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. Today on the show, we have Mark Smith, who is the business development person for Channel Pro Magazines. And we're going to talk about how do you get predictable leads for your MSP and computer business. We're going to really geek out on this one and talk about all of the different technology that you could put together, um, like Facebook and uh, automated voicemails and uh, lead funnels and slide-ins and pop-outs and blog posts. And we're going to talk about all of those things and how you can connect them all together and use all of them to increase your leads, get predictable leads coming into your business and uh, and get the clients rolling in. We also cover some things about like how to target your ideal client and how focusing in on a particular niche and even more importantly, the particular need of a particular niche will uh, result in increased sales and increased leads. So lots going on in this one, all that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to be to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also watch, uh, I'm sorry, you can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page then click on the following tab and select see first so that you'll follow us. And then anytime we go live with a new podcast episode, you'll get notified. You'll see it jump to the top of your Facebook feed and then you could join in. Love to interact with you guys in Facebook and answer your questions. Uh, it's always a good time. So we'd love to have you join us there. Otherwise, uh, catch us in iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, we also are on YouTube, so there's lots of different ways to subscribe to the show and get in on this good info. And let me tell you, we're going to have good info today. Uh, today we have Mark Smith on the show. He does biz dev for the Channel Pro magazine and uh, and all the other stuff that Channel Pro has going on. Uh, we're going to talk with him about kind of his history in the business and uh, and what brought him to the point he is today some of the uh, the things he's learned along the way. And then we're going to dig into uh, our main topic is how to get predictable leads for your computer business uh, and how to keep those leads coming in. Uh, and that's something I think all of us are, are definitely looking to do in our business and do more of and do better with. Um, so we'll talk about that and we'll talk about kind of a roadmap on how to get you there. Uh, so real excited to dig into that as our main topic. Before we do that, I just want to really quickly uh, do... Uh, give an announcement. Um, the the announcement is that this past weekend I flew out to Chicago to check out the um, the the place where we're doing the IT Owners Compass conference this summer in August. So I went to check out the venue and uh, met with my co organizer Lori. And uh, you know I'm just I just kind of got a renewed excitement about the event. the The venue is a beautiful co working space way up on, I forget what floor it is, but it's on a high floor of this 
uh, awesome sky rise building in the middle. I'm talking the middle of downtown Chicago. You got great views over there. Uh, you're just steps away from the water. We also took a boat tour, which is going to be the same boat tour that you guys are going to go on as, uh, as attendees of the event. Um, and that's all included in the price of the event. Now, the event is currently sold out, but if you want to get on the waiting list, we might have some spots opening up. And also, of course, the next time that we do this event in the future, uh, we'll hopefully be able to increase the capacity since there was a lot more demand than we were expecting, honestly. So next year, we'll probably increase the capacity. So get on that wait list. You can get updates and then you'll be in the know if we get some more tickets available or uh, you know, for next year. Because um, it's going to be a, an exciting event. So that was fun. Uh, flew out to Chicago uh, this weekend. I uh, love Chicago. It's a great city. It's my second time there. Uh, and I can't wait to go back again in August. Um, so looking forward to that event. See you guys who did get tickets uh, in August. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to do many more of them in the future. Uh, before we get into the feature topic, just want to give a shout out to our first sponsor. And that is Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the place you can go to get uh, professionally crafted blog posts written for your computer business blog. These posts are written by a professional marketing copywriter who knows how to spin words into, <laughs> into effective results. And uh, let me tell you, the folks who are using Tech Blog Builder up to this point have been getting great results. And really, it's one of those things where you just... It, you let someone who's an expert at it take care of it for you. Uh, I know we would all love to write our own blog posts. And if you're a great writer and you have the time, definitely go for it. But I know the reality is that most of us are not writers. Most of us don't have the time to write a well-crafted, lengthy, uh, info-packed blog article that's meant to convert readers into customers. And that's what these blog posts do. They deliver value, uh, but they also deliver SEO benefit. Um, they're all crafted to be uh, SEO optimized, and then they all end with some sort of call to action for the reader, whether it's to contact you through your contact form, give you a call, check out your other service pages. Um, but there's always some sort of action that your reader needs to take, and that's really the key. Um, so all of that is put together in, in a nice little formula that our writer uh, takes and puts together these great blog posts for you. And it's on a consistent monthly basis, so you can order you know, two blogs a month four blogs a month, eight blogs a month, however many posts you want, however consistent you want to be. And then you could take those blog posts, share them on social media, throw them in your newsletter. You can repurpose them for all sorts of things. Uh, we actually got some cool ideas that we're working on right now on how to kind of take those blog posts and do some other things like maybe videos or uh, infographics and, uh, and add those as additional value items to the Tech Blog Builder service. So right now, get on the ground floor, get, up, get in while the price is really good. Head on over to techblogbuilder.com, and I'll see you there. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the featured topic with Mark Smith. He is uh, the guy who does business development with Channel Pro Magazine, uh, and uh, he is uh, very active in the community um, and kind of talks to a lot of business owners uh, through the work that he does. So we're going to uh, definitely get lots of insights uh, from that, from him. But uh, thanks for being back, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to uh, dig into the topic, which we're going to talk about um, kind of how to, how to get how to generate those predictable leads for your computer business. Uh, we, we all can kind of, 
you know, if, if you've been running a, a business for a while, you know how to get customers. There are certain things you can do that require effort, that require time to get customers. But it, a lot of times you have to be putting in that effort all the time to be getting those customers. Whereas there's there's things you can do to keep kind of a recurring, predictable um, type of leads coming in and, and that lead generation. And, and we'll talk about that and lots of other stuff. So before we jump into that topic, uh, why don't you just, just give folks, um, uh, you know, a little bit of history of your background and how you ended up with Channel Pro. All right. So um, thanks. I started off as an IT guy in my career. was happy being an IT guy until I was literally woken up in the middle of the night with the idea back in the mid-90s to start a magazine called Windows NT Magazine. And uh, that took me from being an IT guy to becoming, uh, you know, a publisher. And in that particular case, I put a deal together with Microsoft and I got access to the Reg Base, little, little known story there. And I was able to grow that magazine really rapidly. So five years later, we were reaching 1.5 million IT guys, um, 160 countries, 13 languages. And I sold that magazine to Pet Media um, and magazine did really, really well. And I stayed on as the president of Pet IT Media, which was a, um, a publicly traded media company for a couple of years. And so, um, you know, that's my, I've been in IT for a while, right? And I was, again, reaching the IT guys who are corporate employees. So that also got me into publishing. And I met a particular gentleman there and we became friends. And uh, a few years ago, he asked me to come in and help him with some digital marketing. He owns 12 different titles. One of them happens to be Channel Pro, um, but he's got titles like Campus Safety Magazine, CE Pro, Security Sales and Integration. So I had built a digital marketing team there and <clears throat> we were able to, for the advertisers, generate about 58,000 unique B2B leads, okay? But because we're going after the same kind of integrator market, you know, we're able to do that fairly predictably through the tools and techniques that we used, you know, with Facebook and, and of course, as a magazine, writing lots of unique content and getting organic traffic and all that good stuff. You, know, you mentioned your blog service. Obviously, we had to become really good bloggers to get all that stuff. Right. So, I had done a bunch of stuff with Camp Safety Magazine, and I think, uh, you know, Channel Pro said, hey, I'd love to see what you're doing over there on Channel Pro. So what I normally do when I approach a new media property is I have to get married to the market, okay, if that sounds funny. But, I mean, I have to really dig inside of what is going on. So we did this uh, deep dive survey and said, all right, how many of you want more recurring revenue? Well, 98% said yes. And I said, okay, what's the number one thing holding you back? And it was marketing, okay? And so as I dig in and started talking to the people that took that survey, I found, all right, so you got a bunch of technical people who marketing is their kryptonite. It's their Achilles heel. It's the thing they can't stand to do, but more and more of them say, I got to do it. But, uh, you know, it's not something I know how to do. Now, the other thing is I talked to a lot of successful people, you know, who had just sold their business. And I tried to figure out, okay, what is the roadmap? What are the milestones they needed to hit in order to you know, sell a company. So one thing I heard consistently, and, and I have this little roadmap that I could actually show. Um, now, for you guys who are 
only hearing the podcast, I'll describe this here. But basically, um, you know, what this is about is the first step in the roadmap is coming up with a profitable offer uh, in most cases of cloud services that has a good chunk of recurring revenue. Because one thing is at the end of this roadmap, uh, people told me that when they sold their business, they only got a multiple of the recurring revenue and they got zero for their project revenue. So, so recurring revenue is definitely the thing you want. The next thing is, um, you know, they had to have a, a marketing system. Okay, how, how am I going to get this marketing system, you know, to, to the market? And so that's one thing I've been really doubling down and focusing on. And then they had to be able to sell it and they had to have ability to fulfill it. So through RMM and PSAs and getting really efficient. And then, you know, if they get all that going, they can start to scale staff. And there's a specific order that people need to do to, you know, scale their staff. A lot of people would hire salespeople first before they had any kind of marketing system. And what ended up happening, the salesperson got frustrated the, mark, the, uh, the owner got frustrated. He blamed the salesperson and they would just do churn on there. So that didn't, uh, so getting, the, getting your marketing and getting leads figured out before you actually have a higher full-time sales staff was a key thing that they found out. So the, and, the example of a marketing system is like a, a lead generation system or? Exactly, something exactly. Like and I even consider in the marketing side, right, you, you have to have your offer. So, Part of pricing and packaging is part of your, you know, your uh, putting together a good offer. Because really, at the end of the day, you're not selling services, you're selling an offer. Now, that may sound really confusing, but it's that package that you're selling, okay? So, a lot of people, if they're going to lead with something like Office 365, which is a commodity, then all of a sudden, they're racing to the bottom. But if you, you offer a package or a offer of something that's compelling. And I'm going to get more into that. Finally, you know, a lot of people would grow by scale. And so if they figured out the first five steps, they're able to buy up other um, MSPs and roll them up. Okay. And use their systems. So a lot of people rolled up, you know, they would buy other MSPs and who hadn't figured it out and roll them into the business. And then preparing for an exit. So there's a whole stage there that takes place about 18 months before you sell and then finally selling an exit. So these are the milestones that successful MSPs hit. Okay. But that first one is that profitable offer. So one of the things we did is we said, all right, I I need to, uh, one of the benefits of being a, a publisher is we can choose to either create content or partner with people. So we decided to partner with Carl Palachuk, who's one of our um, authors, written tons of books, probably the most prolific author on Amazon about the subject of MSP. And he'd, he'd done a roadshow in 2017 called the Cloud 5 Roadshow. It's based on his own building of two successful MSPs that he sold. And it was all about pricing and packaging and offers. So we offered that course called the Cloud 5. And, um, and we delivered that. But one of the things I wanted to do, because he didn't really talk about lead gen. So what we wanted to do is say, all right, let's offer a lead gen course. And I'd offered one before. And in this particular case, it was, I said to one of the students, all right, I'm going to pick a student and I'm going to go get them leads in six weeks. 
right? So that was the challenge. People got to watch over my shoulder as I built out an automated marketing funnel, getting leads. Well, the person that I ended up uh, picking was went after Medicare people. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd never prospect <laughs> Medicare professionals. Like what? How am I going to find these people? But hey, I put this out there. And by the way, it was a risk-free deal. So if I couldn't generate leads in six weeks through a funnel, I have to give them all a refund. So nice. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so that, that, and that's, that's, they're actually starting out better than most where they actually have like a target industry that they're going after instead of just trying to be a generalist to any kind of business. Now that's true. So he had a niche and he had a, he was extremely specialized in an offer. Okay. That's one of the other reasons I picked, right? Because a lot of people that were students say, Hey, I'll take anybody that pays the bills. Right. Well, okay. If I was going to go get you traffic on, uh, you know, where do I start? Right. Anybody that pays the bills. Well, that narrows it down to about a billion people. <laughs> right. Um, so, this you guy can't, you said, can't no. put out an ad saying, hello, person who's going to pay my bills. <laughs> here's here's what I got I, an offer. I said, well, what's yeah. your offer? I just sell IT services. Mm -hmm. Okay. So no, this guy had a very defined front end offer, which was, Great. which technically called MIPS consulting. But if you're a Medicare professional, there's this thing called MIPS, the Medicare incentive payment system. And if you get it right, and you report your data correctly through your electronic health record system, you get a bonus. If you do it wrong, you get a penalty. Mm. So in his particular case, not only is his offer, you know, yes, it costs money, but if it worked, he gave them, he could get the money back from the government. Nice. And where the MIPS is going as high as a 27% bonus or as high as a 9% penalty. So wow. he has a client that does a million dollars in Medicare billing. So if he does his job right, they get an extra check for $270,000 hmm. just falls to the bottom line minus his fees and whatnot, right? Nice. Now, you're going to see this anytime you go to the doctor now that, where the deals with Medicare, you're going to see more in, in hospitals and stuff that this doctor is being followed around by somebody who's doing continual data entry. And the reason for that, in fact, you, you can really blow away your doctor if you say, ah, I see you're doing MIPS reporting. And they'll <laughs> look at you like, whoa, how does he know? It's exactly correct. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is really a big deal, right? And, and so, anyway, he offers that. So, it's a very specific offer to a very specific audience. So, we built a funnel, and I was able to uh, do some kind of magic with Facebook. Uh, in fact, what I did is, hey, do you have a list? He goes, well, I have this, you know, one of the things is that every Medicare provider has to be listed on a, on a deal. So he had this scraped list that only had the address and the phone number. And so he had given this list to somebody who was cold calling, mm -hmm. literally eight hours a day, cold calling, trying to get appointments. And I said, well, can I have this list? And he said, well, it doesn't have any email. And he goes, that's okay. So we imported it into Facebook in a custom audience and it found 345,000 matches. Nice. And so then I used audience insights to, to do a, a quick check. Wait, is this, could this possibly be real? Um, and sure enough, it all skewed heavily toward the healthcare titles and everything else. So we started running ads to it and the first set of ads didn't work at all. It just didn't work. Um, it, we said, 
hey, Medicare professionals, get the MIPS bonus. And no, no clicks. So I went back to this MSP and said, are you sure Medicare people understand the term MIPS? He goes, well, I don't know. It is pretty new. I said, well, would it be correct if I called the Medicare bonus? Oh, yeah, that would work great. Mm. So I went and redid that and said, hey, Medicare professionals, get the Medicare bonus. And a click started to happen. Right. Right. Then we switched up the ad to, hey, Medicare professionals, avoid the 5% Medicare penalty. Bingo. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, and it all, most of my tests, the negative always outperforms the positive. <laughs> okay. So we got at, so that gave us clicks to our funnel. And on our funnel, we explained what MIPS was. And we offer this nice little lead magnet, which was a seven steps to getting your MIPS bonus. And then a whole follow-up sequence. And I even included um, automated voicemails. So when someone opted in, uh, to active campaign, I use Zapier to then initiate an automated voicemail from Sly Broadcast. Wow. Nice. So, because here's the deal a lot of people will say, well, shoot, you need 13 touch points before you can really get a, a qualified person on the phone. Well, so I thought, well, okay, what are these touch points? So I built all these touch points into the funnel automatically. Nice. So by the time they finally did get on the phone, and by the way, I, I uh, integrated in acuity scheduling. So it would be a scheduled, qualified lead that had been followed up on with email and all this stuff. So it was cool. It worked. He got leads. And in fact, the one guy, his cold caller, was able to close the first deal, right? Um, and it was, it was really cool. And a lot of people Very watched cool. that and thought, man, but there was a lot of moving parts. Think of all those moving yeah. parts, right? Yeah. And so people, two things. One, they were, they were overwhelmed by just the amount of tech. They were happy that it was tech because it's right. like tech. Cool. I like tech. We understand that. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people uh, got in. They, they said, well, shoot, this MIPS thing is great. I'm a healthcare niche. I love the healthcare niche. But when they actually, I put the actual MSP on there talking about MIPS, and it was so, it was complex enough to where they said, oh my gosh, that's a lot of learning. I don't know if I really want to do MIPS. <laughs> right. Because that was his front end offer and then he offered EHR. So, what, so um, yeah. how, how would someone who, you know, isn't focusing on MIPS, who might have some other niche that they're focusing on, how could they take some of the lessons learned in this? All right. So now I'm trying to apply the lessons to the next. So that was my round one. Round two. So with Carl's Cloud 5 uh, class, I decided, decided to offer a new bonus called the Dark Web Masterclass. And the reason I did that is because um, I'd done a, uh, a webinar with a guy, Steve Ruckovitz, and after that, he's telling Mark, I'm, I'm using this dark web thing. And it seems to be, it's, uh, it's speeding up my sales cycle by three months. And I go, why? He goes, well, because... All I really need is their URL. I literally type in their, their website and it exposes, if they have five or more employees, it literally exposes, there's usually at least one or more, sometimes dozens of email and passwords that have been cracked. Right. And it's not because necessarily their website's been breached, but it's because their employees use the same email ID and password on other business services. So for example, they use their email, the same, their, their company one to sign up for Uber. And they right. did that 
because uh-huh. they wanted the receipt to come to them and, and, and do that. Well, guess what? Uber got breached. Right. So Uber gets breached, dumps out all his email and passwords into the dark web, makes it for sale, and then people buy them, run a bot against them, and start pinging other services to see if they get a hit. You know, they could ping Salesforce or ping NetSuite or ping any of these. The average person uses 17 SaaS services. <laughs> so, unfortunately for them, uh, you know, there's – and so I, I ran it on one site. I won't mention who. And, uh, you know, sure enough, clear text password. I ran it on a very famous um, person in our market, and uh, her password was in clear text. It was a real eye-opener. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and it gives you the reason. So he goes, hey, this is great. If I could get someone on something like this, a video sharing thing, just put in their deal and show them where they've been cracked, it creates an immediate, okay, I see a problem. What do I got to do to fix it? Right. And then you transition to a sales conversation where you're selling security as a service. Right. And all kinds of stuff, dark web monitoring, two-factor authentication, risk analysis. But it gets even better if they drop, if they happen to be in one of those industries like healthcare, you go, you start talking about HIPAA compliance, mm-hmm. or if they're a government contractor, you talk about NIST, or if they're e-commerce, you talk about PCI, or now the one you can talk about with anybody is GDPR, which right. they've heard about, have no idea what that means, but there's a little gotcha in GDPR. If your site is breached, you can be penalized up to 4% of your annual revenue. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Right. But every problem is an opportunity for the right person, right? Mm-hmm. So then I thought, all right, this is a cool offer. So, and, and it's, it's cool because it also can sell security as a service, which a lot of people want to do, right? A lot of people want to go from being break fix to MSP and maybe MSP to MSSP, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a great offer. Okay. So we put together... Um, we put together a funnel and I've been testing it behind the scenes with some people. I ran some AdWords. I did get a bunch of leads, went through there. One guy in particular got like a nationwide legal firm um, as a lead. And I thought, okay, and now we've been experimenting with um, Facebook, running traffic to it. Um, and so again, as I started building this out, you know, I'm adding the automated voicemail, autom- uh, the automation through active campaign. Yeah, are you targeting a specific industry here? Yeah. So what I did was what I learned from the first one that I'm applying to the second one. <laughs> we took that custom audience of Medicare providers, loading it up and now running a specific ad to Medicare people about a HIPAA breach. Mm. Right. So you're, you're targeting, hey, healthcare people. One breach can blow your HIPAA compliance. Our three-step, uh, you know, get a free dark web scan and, you know, we'll, we'll reveal um, how you're doing, basically. Right. So I put together this really cool video um, using Fiverr. Um, I actually wrote out the whole script. It's a really cool cartoony explainer video. And uh, yeah, we run people to that. But we're, anyway, we're, we're continually trying different offers. Uh, we're trying some LinkedIn marketing and a bunch of stuff. So I, I'm not saying, because I've got, there are 50 people who sign up for this master class. Okay, it's a, it's a $1,000 class. And some of them, Facebook is a great avenue, right? So one of the guys gets um, 
dental cosmetic dentistry. Mm-hmm. So it's a higher end dentist. And one of the reasons he picked him up is because he decided to be able to support the equipment that a dentist might have, you know, for cosmetic dentistry, you got a lot of extra stuff and a lot of, a lot of other people didn't want to do it. Well, those kind of people are easier to get on Facebook. I got another guy who is, goes after healthcare ambulatory services. So for him, you know, getting one, getting a few leads and it's LinkedIn's a better source because you can really target down and, you know, do some cold email thing. But the problem is, now that you've got a lead, what are you going to offer them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, I've got managed services. Well, the average business owner is like, what the heck is that? Yep. But if you can focus on the security side and said, hey, listen, with all these new compliances and stuff, uh, you're in the healthcare business, you got to get your HIPAA thing. I know you've probably worked on that, but we've been noticing a lot more breaches. I've got a simple test that I can do. And then an analysis I will analyze it and make some recommendations totally free for you. Um, and then we can go from there. So at least you've got a, a compelling hook, so to speak, right? Yep. Or, um, you know, NIST was the end of last year. If, if you were a government contractor and you weren't NIST compliant, you lost your contract or you could lose it. Well, that's, that's a pretty big hook. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's playing into that fear, playing into avoid this disaster. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it, it's, it's a lot easier to run a dark web scan than it is a full-blown risk analysis, right? Right. Very quick. And you can tell immediately, hey, is this an urgent uh, prospect or is this someone who's going to put you off or, or whatever, right? Before you're spending a lot of money kind of sorting through them. Okay. Right. So the whole thing is you know, but building these automation funnels is to kind of unpack the entire sales process and then kind of seeing what you can do to automate it. But ultimately you got to get on the phone. You have to get on the phone with somebody. You got to transition to a sales conversation and then make a, you know, compelling offer. I can't replace that. Well, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Uh, (laughs) It's coming. Yeah. But, um, you know, one of the things that I've been experimenting with lately to try to even make it simpler because, you know, even, even for some, even though I give you in my class, I give you the actual click funnel, you get to copy it in and I tell you what parts to, to do it. And I show you step-by-step how to integrate Zapier and, and um, like, for example, the slide broadcast, I give you all that stuff, but still there's a lot of moving parts. So um, I have been experimenting with Facebook messenger and many chat. Mm-hmm. Minichat is a Facebook bot, okay? So, uh, I, in fact, I just added to the new members area something where you have your website, and then what you could do, you've seen this before, you have a slider that pops in. Like, let's say you're, you're reading an article, someone scrolls down 30%, and a slider pops in, and it, you know, makes a compelling offer. Mm-hmm. So, in this case, I said, hey, I, are you interested in securing your, your website? Nice, friendly picture. I'm offering a free dark web scan and analysis, a $495 value. Just click here. They click it. But instead of just collecting their email, like most sliders might do, this one goes into a Facebook Messenger bot, which has unbelievable amounts of automation. So I wish I could show you, but I'll just describe it. Okay. 
first thing it does is it pops up and says, hey, are, um, are you interested in getting a free dark web scan? Yes or no. And the buttons appear. So they didn't have to type anything. They could just click yes. And this is happening on the person's website. This is happening. No, this, it pulls them into Facebook messenger. Okay. Cause most of these people think about this. Um, Most people are going to be reading your blog article or whatever on their mobile phone, right? They might get an email, they click it, they go to an article and then, you know, this little pop-up happens. They click, now they're going to messenger. Well, how many people do you know have the Facebook app and the Facebook Messenger app on their phone? Yeah, most people. Like 99%, right? <laughs> right. So they're like, oh, okay. They click there and boom, it just appears. And they, and, and it, but what it, it feels like they're having a real-time conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. See, that's the one bummer about a chat. Like if you have a chat bot on your website, um, and someone clicks on it and they ask a question and there's no live person, usually it comes back and says, oh, give me your email and I'll answer you later. Right. Conversation ends. Yep. Well, with a, with a Facebook Messenger uh, chat bot, it immediately just, you, you can have all kinds of logic. So I say, hey, do you want, do you want this? Yes. Okay, great. I need to ask you a few questions. Um, you know, how many employees do you have? And you can put a number in and, you know, what website do you want me to scan? And, Hey, enter your email, enter your phone number. And then what I do is I say, hey, would you like to schedule a meeting? And by the way, there's a, if they say no to any of these things, it has a different Something automation. Else. Yeah. Right. yeah. So they say, if they say yes, then I uh, hook it up with Acuity and I pass all those errors in Acuity and a calendar pops up with all of the intake variables all filled in. Nice. And if they say, no, I'm not interested. Okay. Would you like to see a helpful video about the dark web scan? Then I send them into the funnel. Right. Or I can send them back to my Facebook page where they can see a video. So you can go any which way. The beautiful thing about setting that up is that Facebook added a brand new um, messenger ad. So a lot of people don't know about this, but it's a brand new type of ad that instead of going to your website or whatever, it goes to a messenger bot. Uh And if you have your mini chat thing set up, it's called a JSON ad. Okay. So what you do is you go into mini chat that bot, you grab the JSON code, you put it into your messenger ad and boom, it goes directly from the ad directly into your bot. Great. Doesn't even ask you, it just, you're in. So, so now I'm thinking, wait a second, now I got two moving parts. I got an ad, I got a bot. And if I can, so anyway, I'm till I set up this ad and I ran it. Okay. With a video ad, my little explainer video. And I swear five minutes later, I got a lead to go all the way through to the schedule. And at first I thought, okay, this is a mistake. This must be (laughs) way too quick. And, you know, I'm just scaling this up. It's, a, it's an experimental stage now. I'm like, what the heck? Okay, someone just went through the entire bot. This is crazy because the open rates that we're finding on Messenger, like, a, you know, a good email open rates, what, 19%? Right, yep. Messenger, uh, because once they're in Messenger, you've got another database. It's like having an email database, but it's Messenger. The open rates we're seeing on Messenger is about 80 to 85%. Nice. So you can even have a way, way, way smaller list. But if you're getting, you know, quadruple the open rate, okay, 
uh, even a list one-fourth the size is going to do just as well. So at any rate, that's my latest experiment. I'm on a mission. I am not stopping until I find <laughs> the ultimate way, you know, to do yeah. this. I'm continually, it keeps me up at night, continually thinking, okay, what's the best offer? But it's no. fun. It's like putting together a puzzle, right? And and it is. And you know, putting together these different pieces and seeing how how they fit. And and something like the messenger bot is exciting because you know consumers get kind of blind to the old ways of marketing and advertising. Right. You know, banner ads don't work anymore. And pretty soon, just the the, the Facebook ad into a lead magnet probably won't work uh, too well anymore. And so then you got to get people engaged even further. I think you know the chat bots and the and that kind of thing are kind of the next step um, in in you know changing things up and and making it fresh and and making people feel like they're not just constantly being sold to all the time. Well, and and really nothing ever completely replaces the old. The old changes, right? It's like say, oh, yeah, TV came, so radio's over. No, it doesn't. Radio's still going. People like That's listen right. to radio, right? And so. This doesn't replace good old-fashioned putting a blog on your website. However, um, you can supplement some of these techniques. So one of the other techniques that we're showing in the Dark Web Masterclass is, that's why I wanted to talk to you, Matthew, about your tech blog builder deal. Because a lot of these guys, um, well, I would say most, the majority, you ask them to write a, a blog post and you said, well, I'd rather go to the moon. Right, yeah, I mean, their eyes glaze I, over. And, uh, yeah. So, so I've got a bunch of people in this class who would love to just get a good, you know, depending on what industry they're in, you know, um, you know, so, something security related. But if it can have a slight slant toward whatever industry they're going into, right. that'd be great. Because all of these things, if you get your Facebook Pixel set up correctly, they all can work together. So I can, for example put out a blog post. And for a lot of people, they don't get a lot of organic traffic. No problem. I boost the post. I send some traffic to it. And for, then uh, my slider appears. Nah, not everybody's going to hit that slider. A few small percent. That's okay. I pixeled that person. Now I can go back on Facebook and say, hey, everybody that saw that article about my left-handed smoke shifter, whatever, please retarget them with this new fancy messenger ad. Right. But now, instead of guessing who's going to respond to my thing, I'm now retargeting based on the fact that they were interested in this article. So you can see how they all can go together. I love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like you said, not the old ways aren't dead. You're just supplementing it with, with new ways. And you're still, I mean, you said this before, right? It all still ends with a phone call. So <laughs> there's still, you it know. It all ends with a phone call. Right. I mean, true pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things we experimented with uh, it, that we're going to show too is the Facebook lead ad. Facebook lead ad is cool because no one has to leave Facebook. So you run an ad and you click a button and it immediately pops up with a little form. You fill it in and it's right there on your mobile phone, right? Even a lot of the data is pre-filled. Just like in the messenger bot, by the way, when I ask them for their email, their phone number, all that stuff, it's all pre-filled from Facebook. Right. So yep. they don't have to type anything. They just they'll literally click, 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 and they're in. Yep. Okay. That's cool. kind of scary the amount of data that Facebook <laughs> Yes. But okay, as marketers, you tap into it. But anyway, a lead ad, 
You can do that and then, again, using Zapier, immediately follow up with a phone call. Hey, listen, thanks. My name is Mark Smith, and sorry I missed you, but uh, I noticed you were interested in da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, hey, you know, it's just, for, it does, it may creep people out a little bit, but, you know, you can hit them up with email, voicemail, messenger, whatever, all these multi-things, and again, um, all automated, Right. Because you never know which one's going to... So how, how do you do the automated voicemail? Is that just a... That's not like a, a so, bot call. N- no. Okay. So if you go to slybroadcast.com, you're going to see this automated voicemail thing. Okay. So... S-L-Y? S-L-Y broadcast. Broadcast. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> this service was originally set up... Um, you know, so that people could upload their their email list or, you know, with a phone number and then send out these uh, broadcast voicemails. But the key about Slide Broadcast, it is not an auto dialer. What Slide Broadcast does, it bypass, it never rings the phone. It is ringless voicemail. Uh, okay. So it's not going to call you with this annoying thing and, and knowing it's a, no, it doesn't ring. It just so it'll have a little phone will buzz and they'll go, oh, I got a voicemail. I didn't hear my phone ring. That's right. <laughs> that is, that <laughs> is so, kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, anyway, that's cool though. I like that. Yeah. So, um, but because it works with Zapier, what happens is I set up these things that say, okay, I capture their email. So one example is I capture their email into Active Campaign, And then I set up Zapier to say, hey, if I got a new person in this list or if let's say some other trigger happens, like um, they haven't responded in three days, or maybe they hit my order page but didn't buy, or something like that, I can trigger in Zapier and say, "Hey, if this happened, go ahead and fire off this voicemail." That voicemail is pre-recorded. I recorded it on my nice uh, microphone here, recorded it, and then I uploaded it and I gave it a name. So Zapier will say, "Oh, okay, dark web follow-up." call right so it just initiates it fires it off and it sends it to their voicemail oh man this is great i got so many different ideas (laughs) on how to use this now i know i never heard of this before this is this is a new one for me so this is great yeah well and 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 so here's tip number one right well actually i don't know Uh, tip tip number a thousand by this okay tip number 10 do not by anything in your marketing platform, because, okay, you guys all have your IT platform, your RMM, your PSA tools, your financial tools. It's just the cost of doing business. So when you get into this whole marketing side, you're also going to go, well, dang it, I got to spend money on my website. I got to do blog articles. I got to maybe buy a landing page system. and Zapier. I'm naming all this thing and you're probably adding up the cost. And not all, these aren't all real expensive. I mean, I'll give you that mini chat thing I told you about. The pro version is ten bucks a month. Mm, ten nice. bucks. Yeah, you get active campaign for forty nine bucks a month. Okay, yep. dude, this is the cost of doing business. But one thing I will say is, do not buy a marketing tool that doesn't is not supported by Zapier or Zapier. Right. Don't yep. bother. Just just put it aside because the cool factor of being able to hey, can I integrate this with this? If it's on Zapier, the answer is yes. If it's not, the answer is no. And you don't want no. Life is too short, and there's so many alternatives now. Zapier has what 1,200 apps that it supports. So if your app isn't on there, just put it aside. All right. Now, 
not all of the, uh, the, the PSA tools are on there too. So there are all some, there are all some Zapier alternatives that will go into things like ConnectWise. But I would, quite frankly, I would call up your favorite vendor and say, why aren't you supporting Zapier? Why are you one of the last holdouts? You know, like right. you still got, you know, horse and buggy, man. Get, get with the program. <laughs> get with the I, I want to yeah. use this thing. But at any rate, because you do this, there's a lot of cool things you can do. Um, lots of cool things. For example, one guy used it to onboard people. And he, he said, I want to send my brand new clients a handwritten note, you know, in an envelope. So you can actually, the digital world can influence the physical world. You can literally set up a little note. It will customize it and send it out through Zapier. Mm, yeah. I mean, stuff like, yes. I mean, the stuff that you can do, you can send out coupon codes that are uniquely serialized. Okay. And again, Zapier doesn't do that, but you can integrate with services that do that. Connects to the service. Yeah. And this, this solves the problem in the past where you would, you know, in, in this world of SaaS services, there each SaaS service specializes in one very narrow right. scope and you'd sign up for all these SaaS services and you'd have to like copy data everywhere and, and you'd go to all these different dashboards and stuff. And now with Zapier, you just tie them all together. So you have your one CRM or your one thing you spend most of your time in you know, your customers come in there and then they get zapped to all these other places. And it just kind of solves that problem where before you'd have to look like to Salesforce or one of these all in one package behemoths that you'd be stuck with to be able to do all this stuff that talks to each other. Now you can have all these separate services that can talk to each other through, through Zapier. And that's, that's a cool thing. It is. And, you know, I know I've talked a lot about tech on this because well, your audience is all techies. But I have to tell you that in this marketing game, that it is 50% art, 50% science. The science is the funnels, the integration, the Zapier, the automation, all that stuff. But you could do all that perfectly. But if the words on the page right. part right, no one's going to buy it, period. I don't care how cool it is and how many things that integrates. And I gave you that illustration of those ads, right? We ran, we ran the ads and we put an ad out there for MIPS. Hey, Medicare guys, get the MIPS thing. Well, I could have, let's say I ran that one ad and I go, well, see, Facebook doesn't work, yeah. right? In spite of the fact that yeah. there's 7 million paid advertisers on Facebook, I would just conclude it doesn't work, or at least it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So I tried number two. Well, how about the Medicare bonus? Ah, I got a little bit more traction. And then I had to, so, so there, that's an art, right? I mean, there's, I mean, th there's a framework for putting together an ad, things that should go into every ad, like seven elements or whatever, but still you got to write copy. Yep. And, and that copy and the image are the art part that you just don't know. I, I can't go in. I start everything off with a calculated guess, but I have to try a lot of different things before I find the, the art part of it that causes someone to go, Ooh, I want to click on that. Yeah. Cause there's emotions involved there, right? That's so right. it's not just ones and zeros. You have to kind of get, and that's what you did with that ad where you were talking about, you know, avoid the penalty is your, yes. your you know, digging into that uh, basic emotion of fear and losing out on something. And, and that's where the art comes in. Definitely for sure. And there, there are some frameworks for bullet points and things like that, right? You're going to see a ton of, you know, every webinar title is going to be how to do this without this, right? You know. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. 
and, uh, and, you know, but it has to be believable and things like that. Um, you know, seven ways to do this without, you know, losing your shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. In, in 10 minutes or some in sort 10 of minutes or less. Yeah. Yeah. Real specific. But again, you know, those are all the internet marketing ones, you know, that don't really, I mean, now you're going after you know, Medicare providers, right? Like, right. okay. Huh? Yep. And then takes experimentation and it takes, you know, some of that just kind of like you did, you know, trying something, seeing if it works, tweaking it. And I, I like to, you know, also put myself in their shoes, right. And, and try to be in the mind of my target customer and see what would they be thinking that would cause them to click on my ad and, and try to approach it from that direction as well. Yeah. And of course, you know, by putting in friendly stuff, you know, like, like that little slider, you know, I put in my, an image, a really friendly image. So it wasn't really scary, you know, like dark web images seemed like all the dark ones got the hooded dude with the, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> and this was real friendly guy. I'm sitting outside with my laptop, you know, it's, it's really like, Oh, he looks like a normal guy because, right. you know, people are going to be, especially you're, you're advertising dark web. They're going to be like, wait a second this guy's going to suck me into the dark web. Right, exactly. He's this part of the dark web. Yeah. fishing thing, right? So they're, they're, yeah. their antenna is way up, right? And so, right. you know, try to get someone to know, like, and trust you is a, is a it's art, you know? Great. So, so, always, so much, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, that's kind of a good place to wrap this up. Okay. Um, you know, if we wanted to kind of package this all up with a nice pretty bow, everything we've been talking about, and, you know, say, what what should we be working on and focusing on and thinking about to get predictable leads into our computer business. What are, what are, what's kind of the big takeaway here? Okay. Number one, you know, is, you know, coming up with, well, okay, where do I start? Okay. You got to <laughs> get your basics down. Okay. There is some, there is some stuff that you just need to do, right? I mean, you got to get, you got to, well, I guess it's that roadmap, right? The profitable yeah. offer, the... Right. And there system. is some technical stuff that you can do, like getting your pixels on your page and your Google Analytics and your Google AdWord pixels on the right page and all that stuff to start building up data. I mean, you can do that. You don't have to think much about that, right? And you can but, piece that together over time. It's not like this. you have to do all these things at once because right. then it becomes overwhelming and you never do it. <laughs> Second thing is, you you know, you should find your ideal audience, you know, your ideal target guy. And if you're existing business with existing clients, take a step back and say, all right, who were the clients that I like to work with that I've delivered a service that was relatively easy to deliver, right? And then kind of go after that audience and come up with a, you know, with an offer that makes sense for them, right? Because they're not sitting around, you know, every day going, gosh, I just need a network analysis. You know, they're, they're dentists, right? They're business owners right. like you thinking, all right, you know, I got a, I got hiring issues. I got, you know, I got to get lead gen myself. I mean, there are a lot of other issues we're thinking about. Yep. So getting into their head and coming up with that, you know, with a, with a good hook like that. But yeah, I mean, there's some basic setup and stuff and then and uh, don't forget to, uh, if you guys want a refresher on ideal client and finding your ideal client, go back to episode 46. We had Jurgen on and he took us through kind of a whole workshop on how oh, to cool. put together an ideal client profile and all of that stuff. Right. 
and helping them solve that problem. You know, right. when, when, yeah. So that's the thing when we broke right. down. Yeah. Anyway, helping them solve, helping your ideal client solve a particular problem and then working your way backwards to that sales conversation. Great. And then just kind of stacking all of these different marketing technologies on top of each other. Like we talked about starts with a good blog post or some good content and, you know, messenger bots and, and Facebook ads and all that stuff um, can work together uh, to, to get you to that phone call. And that's, that's where you, you work your magic to close the sale and, uh, and get, 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 Get the get that money, <laughs> get the money, and the clients coming in. That's the ultimate yeah. goal, right? Excellent. Well, um, Mark, it's been great. Lots of great um, actionable items. Lots of stuff. I I learned a lot of new stuff actually. That I'm I'm checking out that slide broadcast right after we uh, get off the the call here. Uh, where can folks uh, find you? Uh, find some of the projects you're working on, and and get in touch with you if they if they want to learn more. Yeah. Okay. So I am part of the Channel Pro Network. Um, you know, uh, stuff. So I, I go to a lot of the Channel Pro Network shows and things like that. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, that is a good question because <laughs> it's not like it's not like I'm sitting there writing my own blog posts. I've been super focused, sort of behind the scenes. Are these frankly. um are these like master classes you're doing available for people to check out? Yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, like one that I've got uh, going. Let me see if I can get. Uh, I had, I'm doing recurring profits mastery is really the overall arching. So yeah, the recurring profits mastery is one of the things that I'm, I'm focused on right now, trying to cool. you know, come up with the various pieces for that. And I do have a, a Facebook course too, that I'm offering for like 47 bucks. Right. Yep. I remember uh, seeing that. Yeah. Uh, cool. So I'll, I'll um, kind of gather the links to these, uh, yeah. okay, to cool. these different things and put them in the show notes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I, I guess folks will see you around. Uh, you're not a stranger. You're going to the events and you're hanging out uh, in the different um, Facebook groups or, you know, <laughs> wherever us IT folks are, are hanging out to, uh, trying to learn from us and, uh, and uh, help us out. So um, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, we worked a, a while to get you on the show, so I appreciate you being here. Yeah, and uh, look forward to uh, collaborating in the future. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, so thanks uh, for listening to the Computer Business Marketing Show. Uh, as a reminder, you can check out all the links we talked about. A lot of resources and a lot of uh, the stuff that Mark's working on, and I'll have all those available in the show notes. Just go to computerbusinessmarketing.com. And look for episode, this is episode 51. So uh, look for episode 51. And there in the show notes, you can find the links and everything else we talked about, as well as a link to the recording and the video of the show. Uh, also want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode. That was Tech Blog Builder. Uh, and you could find out more about that at techblogbuilder.com. As always, let's keep the conversation going. Head over to the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group. You could find that at techsitebuilder.com slash group. That'll take you to the group there and you can ask any questions or offer any advice um, to the people there. We're, we're talking lots of different uh, people are always asking questions about, you know, my Facebook ad didn't work. Can you help me? Or, you know, I tried to do this marketing technique and it worked really well. Uh, lots of great stuff being shared like that. It's a very open community um, and real proud of that. So check that out in Facebook. 
Also, uh, if you listen to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes, leave us a review. Let me know what you think of the show. Love to hear from you guys. Love to get those shout outs. And every review you leave does help the show to get found by other people who are searching those different platforms. Uh, So that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Success.